Hello, Cryptonauts! Today is May 22nd, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the daily crypto news using dailyhodl.com. Once again, that's dailyhodl.com. And we're going to talk about the coin market cap by using coingecko.com. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alrighty, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with the coin market cap by using CoinGecko.com, the one and only. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $9,228.33 with a positive gain of 2.1%. We have Ethereum in second place settling at $208.19 with a positive gain of 4.4%. Or is that, hold on, is that negative? No, that's in green. 4.4%. And we have Tether settling at $0.99 with a negative 0.2%. In the fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.20 with a 1.1% gain. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $234.87 with a 2.2% gain. And in sixth place, we have Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision settling at $194.32 with a 1.2% gain. And in 7th place, we have Litecoin settling at $44.15 with a 2.2% gain. And in 8th place, we have Binance Coin settling at $16.61 with a positive gain of 3.1%. And in 9th place, we have EOS settling at $2.58 with a 3.8% gain. And in 10th place, we have Tezos settling at $2.77 with a 4% gain. So overall, the top 10 looks like we've bounced back from yesterday's bloody bath. So that's a really good thing. That's a real good thing. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started with the crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with the crypto news of the day using the dailyhodl.com. Actually, it's called dailyhodl.com. So, uh, first news we have much feared Bitcoin miner capitulation underway. Here's why death spiral concerns are likely to overblow. A significant portion of Bitcoin miners are switching off their rigs in response to the halving. The process known as capitulation happens when miners can no longer make a profit by outpacing the, the electricity and maintenance costs required to power the network. The crypto analytics firm Glassnode confirms that the halving, which implemented a 50% drop in mining rewards, also triggered a 50% drop in the amount of processing power dedicated to the power in the network. Fears of a mass capitulation of Bitcoin miners due to a sharp loss of revenue have long persisted. The scenario could, in theory, trigger a so-called death spiral that brings transaction speeds to a crawl lowers confidence in the network and ultimately drags down the price of the leading cryptocurrency. Fortunately, 
where there are few machines battling to earn BTC, the network automatically adjusts how much processing power is required to confirm transactions. According to Glassnode, the 6% difficulty adjustment that kicked in on Wednesday is already having an impact. Quote, Bitcoin declining hash rate is slowly, gradually, gradually reversing as Bitcoin just experienced a downward difficulty adjustment, making mining significantly more accessible for smaller players again. The effects of having on miners is also being mitigated by an increase in fees as miners prioritize transactions which offer higher fees in order to make up for the shortfall. Who was that quote from? I don't even know who quoted that. It doesn't even say who quoted that. Okay, let's continue. However, miners aren't out of the woods yet. They remain heavily reliant on Bitcoin's price. The next difficulty adjustment, which will happen in about two weeks, will also be crucial. Even with more revenue coming in via fees, it will take a longer difficulty decrease or more hopefully an increase in the price of BTC to make more Bitcoin mining profitable again for many of the smaller miners. Okay, let's go check out the next news. Goldman Sachs invites investors to talk about Bitcoin, gold, and inflation. Gold and inf- as Fed's balance as Fed's balance sheet tops seven trillion dollars. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency will be front and center in an upcoming client called hosted by investing investment banking giant Goldman Sachs, scheduled for Wednesday, May 27th. The conference call dubbed. Quote, the U.S. economic outlook and implications of the current policies for inflation, gold, and Bitcoin. Wow. We'll focus on macroeconomic trends and how they impact financial markets. On Thursday, the Federal Reserve announced a record-breaking balance sheet of $7.09 trillion for the week ending May 20th, up from $6.98 trillion the previous week. The change in economic winds have painted a dramatic landscape with seemingly limitless money printing that has caused institution investors to turn increasingly to gold while also investigating the emergence of Bitcoin. U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell has already warned that upcoming economic data for a second quarter will be the worst in the country has ever seen, but in a recent 60-minute interview, Powell also spoke about the Fed's broad powers to push back against the brutal tides that will wipe out jobs and threaten equities amid the pandemic. According to Powell, quote, There's a lot more we can do. We're not out of ammunition by a long shot. There's no really... There's really no limit to what we can do with these lending programs that we have. Extreme monetary policies by central banks have set the stage for Goldman Sachs to discuss quantitative easing, the risk of monetary inflations, and how the global economy is positioning assets like Bitcoin and gold. While gold has increased in value since the spread of the coronavirus, with analysts predicting that many assets may hit a record high by the end of the year, Grayscale, one of the lead, leading digital currencies, leading digital currencies assets manager, points to a change in outlook on Bitcoin. BTC got a major boost from Paul Tudor Jones, a leading hedge fund manager, who revealed earlier this month that he has a firm crypto he has a firm crypto investment strategy in place, allocating one to two percent of his assets into Bitcoin. Report Grayscale in a newsletter to investors. Quote, Jones emphasized Bitcoin as a portfolio hedging tool to combat the rapid expansion of the Fed's balance sheet 
and untenable global debt levels. In fact, in sharing his, conver- in sharing his conversations in Bitcoin, Jones also explored various assets to combat inflation, including gold, equities, treasuries, commodities, and currencies. In his note, Jones succulently stated succulently who who would write that joe in his note jones succulently stated if i am forced to forecast my bet is on bitcoin topping seven trillion dollars the fed's balance sheet doubled in the first quarter of 2020 after the central banks printed over three trillion dollars through rescue packages and quantitative easing as for applying a more conservative approach to managing the current crisis Powell says that now is not the time. This is the time to use great fiscal power in the United States to do what we can do to support the economy and try to get through this with as little damage to the longer run productive capacity of the economy as possible. Quote. The, gold, the Goldman call will be hosted by the company's chief investment officer, Sharim Masavar Rami, Harvard Kennedy School economics professor, professor and former chair of council of economic advisors that's a long title once again that is harvard kennedy school economics professor and former chair of the council of economic advisors jason Furman and goldman sachs chief economic economist and head of gold research jan hatsius wow okay that's going to be interesting real interesting that goldman sachs is going to have an official talk about bitcoin Next news, top crypto strategist calls $150,000 Bitcoin bull run, warns $3,000 pullback coming first. A crypto analyst who warned traders about last year's large Bitcoin correction says he believes a similar scenario is about to play out, with Bitcoin currently trading at around $9,200 since peaking at $9,903 over the last over the past 7 days. The technical trader known in the industry as Dave the Wave says he believes that after following, failing to beat resistance at $10,000 BTC is now back on track to falling to $6,300. Dave's latest chart shows Bitcoin falling next month to the low $6,000. In the long run, the trader is extremely bullish on Bitcoin. He says BTC is steadily approaching the end of the symmetri- symmetrical triangle dating back to the late 2017. A quick survey sent to his 29,000 followers on Twitter shows most respondents agree that BTC is not yet ready to break out. Although he, pre- although he's predicting pain in the short term, Dave is one of the most bullish analysts when it comes to Bitcoin's path in the years ahead. He predicts BTC will break through the strong line of resistance early next year and begin a long-term parabolic rally that will bring the leading cryptocurrency to $150,000 in 2023. Dave made a name for himself in crypto circles after correctly calling the beginning of Bitcoin's 2019 correction. He told traders to pray for Bitcoin to drop to about $6,000 before the end of 2019. The forecast ended up being on the mark when with BTC hitting a low of about $6,400 in December. Okay, next news, U.S. billionaireism, billionaireism on steroids. The uber-rich will see wealth swell by $434 billion during pandemic. Uh, let's go ahead and read that. 
While 38 million Americans lost their jobs from March 18th to May 19, 2020 during the first two months of the pandemic-induced lockdowns in the United States, American billionaires saw their wealth increased over the same time period. According to a new report of Americans for Tax Fairness, the Institute for Policy Studies, the total net worth of 600-plus U.S. billionaires jumped, from, jumped by $434 billion, or 15%. The researchers analyzed Forbes data to track the, the rising fortunes of America's wealthiest since the beginning of the pandemic. The report points to a systemic tax, tax cut and tax handouts for the wealthy, as well as a snapshot of the markets during the first months of the pandemic when stocks plunged and then re rebounded, adding gargantuan wealth for the richest participants. Billionaires saw their wealth rise from $2.948 trillion to $3.382 trillion, according to the report. The top five U.S. billionaires, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, and Larry Ellison, saw their wealth grow by a total of $75.5 billion, or 19%. Together, they captured 21% of the total wealth growth of all 600 billionaires, in the last two months. The fortune of Bezos and Zuckerberg together grew by nearly $60 billion, or 14% of the $434 billion total. So if you don't know who Mark Zuckerberg is, he's obviously the creator of Facebook, or if you don't know who Jeff Bezos is, he is the guy behind Amazon. And obviously, since everyone is in quarantine, everybody's ordering stuff from online, specifically from Amazon. Continuing news, while tech giants have given the world a very innovative innovation that have allowed people to connect via video chat or receiving essential goods during the pandemic via online shopping and instant deliveries, many of the systems and supply chains are powered by average workers who face unprecedented financial struggles, says Frank Clemente, ATF's executive director. The pandemic has revealed the, dead, the deadly consequence of America's yawning wealth gap, and billionaires are glaring, glaring symbols that glaring symbol of the economic inequality. Jeff Bezos' wealth shot up by $35 billion, or near, nearly one-third of the last two months. That's almost the $40 billion in CARES Act is spending on education program. Mark Zuckerberg's wealth grew by $25 billion, or by nearly half the same amount of CARES Act is spending on improved SNAP food benefits. Adds Chuck Collins, director of the IPS program on inequality. While millions risk their lives and livelihoods as first responders and frontline workers, these billionaires benefit from the economy and tax system that is wired to funnel wealth to the top. Some billionaires' hard-hit sectors were not so lucky during the two-month period. Retail mogul Ralph Lauren lost $100 million and watched his wealth slip to $5.6 billion. You can check the full data. Okay, that's enough. I want some crypto news. After two years, after crashing the Ethereum network, CryptoKitties is moving to a new block. Ooh, okay. I wonder where they're going. Um, actually, there's two more news I want to read. Uh, how much time do I have? Ooh, I'm already out of time, but there's so much news to talk about. Uh, okay, just two more. Two more news. Two more. Uh, two years after crashing the Ethereum network, 
CryptoKitties is moving to new blockchain. CryptoKitties, the game that allows players to buy, collect, and sell virtual cats, is moving to new blockchain two years after crashing the Ethereum network. The surge in the number of people who started breeding virtual cats when CryptoKitties launched in 2017 congested the Ethereum network. So CryptoKitties creator Dapp Labs developed the blockchain Flow to address scalability issues. Flow rethinks many other designs choice to improve usability for developers and consumers alike, including upgradable smart contracts, human readable securities, and more. On Thursday, Dapper Labs revealed that the digital collectible game is finally migrating to Flow. The move will enable new features such as animations, a third dimensional capabilities. Dapper Labs CEO Roham Grozel says the move will add, also add other issues such as increasingly pro- prohibitive cost of breeding virtual cats on Ethereum. Despite the migration, Gozrol says he hopes CryptoKitties will continue on Ethereum. Flow provides developers with a platform to build applications for non-fungible tokens NTFs, which are tokenized assets that can use to interact with other virtual worlds, including those that are being developed on Flow. We want to make sure that not just CryptoKitties, but any other NTF has a chance to be able to access a high throughput environment, have people build applications for them, and have high throughput marketplaces that can scale to billions of users. Awesome. Flow. I gotta look up Flow. I don't know what that is. I never heard of it. It's the first time I heard of it, so I'm gonna do a little sweet research on that. Uh, last news. Crypto crypto anniversary. 10,000 Bitcoin that bought two pizzas in 2010, now worth $90 million. Ten years ago today, computer programmer Laszlo Hainzek made history while he bought two pizzas using Bitcoin. Hainzek initiated what is now widely regarded as the first real-world transaction using cryptocurrencies after creating a post on the forum Bitcoin Talk asking if anyone would trade Bitcoin for food. Quote, What I'm aiming for is getting food delivered in exchange for Bitcoin where I don't have to order or prepare it myself. Kind of like ordering a breakfast platter or a hotel or something. They just bring you something to eat and you're happy. Jerry Jer- Jerko's Sturdivant, who was 18 years old at the time, sent him two pizzas for 10,000 BTC. After negotiating the food deal on the internet, RelyChat on May 22nd, Haynes Check confirmed the successful transactions. The value of Bitcoin at the time was only about 0.0041 cents. It literally wasn't even worth a penny. 10,000 Bitcoins wasn't, e- wait, hold on, let me see. So each Bitcoin, yeah, each Bitcoin wasn't even worth a penny. So the 10,000 Bitcoins in total was worth let me see mean the pizza so it costs 41 dollars for the pizza to be delivered today's bitcoin is the equivalent of 9185 dollars which means that the 10,000 BT- btc hands check spent over two pizzas a decade ago is now worth 90 million dollars in an interview with 60 minutes hands check said he's enjoying having a crypto holiday in his honor Quote, I just honestly thought it would be really cool if I could say I just traded this open source internet money for a real world good. And I thought it would, and I thought what would be better than food? Food is just basic necessity and every geeks understands pizza.
So with that said, leaving off on a good note, Cryptonauts, I will catch you all in the next one. Adios.